0: The more you get used to that cold, uh, the more the blood vessels in the skin are uh, able to modulate and the blood pressure is excessively lower levels and helps strengthen the immune system.
1: Welcome to Forever Young, the health and well-being podcast from Lanzarote. My name is Mario Pedazzoli, and in every episode, join me in conversation with a variety of health experts and special guests as we explore what it means to live well. We may not find the secret to eternal youth, but join me on our quest as we explore just what it means to live a balanced, healthy and happy life. Hello again and welcome. In today's show, we are lowering the temperature to minus 110 degrees centigrade, to be precise, as we look at the benefits of cold therapy, alternatively known as cryotherapy. Well, cold therapy itself is nothing new. Think ice baths, ice packs, cold showers, plunge pools. Indeed, it has been used medicinally for thousands of years and the benefits include quicker muscle recovery, reduced inflammation and enhanced sleep, to name just a few. The physical and mental health benefits of frequent exposure to cold are numerous and our skin can reap the benefits too. In the last few years, There has been increasing coverage on cold therapy, with Wim Hof, also known as the Iceman, gaining an international reputation and loyal following all around the globe, as he credits his superhuman feats to cold exposure. In this introductory overview, we shall take a look at how cold therapy can enhance performance, cognition, fat loss, cellular resilience, detoxification, anti-aging, and much, much more. Well, to help us make sense of it all is Samson Garwood. Lanzerhoff at the Arts Club's resident trainer, strength and conditioning coach, cryotherapy expert and enthusiast. And that's not all. During lockdown over the last three months, Samson and his dog Nala have gained a loyal following for their weekly Instagram Live workout classes as they set about keeping the Lanzerhoff community fit. Well, sadly, Nala cannot be with us today, but Samson, a very warm welcome to you. Thank you very much, Mario. Thank you for having me. (laughs) My pleasure. And regards to Nala. Oh, she's
0: great. Apologies she can't be here.
1: So uh, let's uh, talk about the topic du jour and uh, today cryotherapy. Uh, There are many listening who have not tried cryotherapy before, Um, but let's talk generally. What are the different forms of cold therapy?
0: Well, starting with
1: the most common and...
0: Um, easily obtained would be the ice pack or the gel pack we're all used to those Um, it's it's an isolated um, localised area Um, so can perform some um, loss of inflammation but however it's not really um, enough to make a full body extreme method difference so when you start looking towards the ice bars predominantly seen with many athletes I think Andy Murray was very strong at coining it he used to film himself with his bottle of champagne in the bath um, <laughs> showing that it wasn't too hard but let's be honest you take a little bit more time um, to prepare that with setting up your ice and your and your water and in your wheelie bin most people can actually end up doing it too but it's the bravery factor which mm. uh, is quite a difference um, in a different extreme wet cold um, further developments came then by the pods lots of people saw them in uh, I think Harrods even had them in shopping centres where you stick your head out and and you look like you get an absolute freezing inside. But there was too much fluctuation within the temperature uh, inside it. So they found that as heat rises, cool, cool goes lower. Um, mm-hmm. You get very cold feet. So it was great for cryotherapy within the feet. But it was hard to measure what actual good it's doing for the full body as, a, as an all-encompassing. All mm-hmm. um, so then again, that could only go down to maybe um, 45, 50 degrees, minus 50s, uh, roughly. Um, but then uh, the single chamber came out And the single chamber could go to minus 80 degrees And as a cryo chamber It becomes more of a dry feeling of cold uh, Because obviously you're breathing in um, mm-hmm. The cold air Which is, it cools your body from within mm-hmm. So it's, uh, it's coming down on the cellular level Rather than just a, an outside Touching the surface of the skin um, But Gosh. again Wanted to get even lower um so they, they they pushed even more to get into minus over a hundreds and then they realized that a, a
1: pre train bar was definitely required so you mentioned there uh maybe we should dwell on that the difference between wet cold and dry cold
0: yeah yeah of course um so a, a wet cold is something which <laughs> creates a response to the body which is very different to a dry cold it's it actually makes, it decreases the blood flow um, to the limbs and the skin because it wants to protect the heart. A wet cold suddenly makes you rush into you know fight or flight. Let's just hold on to the extremities of what's needed. Um, the obvious difference is with a dry cold is that it actually works the other way. It, it knows you're fine. Um, it releases a lot more blood flow to the rest of the body in the extremities, so it wants to reach the hands and the fingers, and hence that's why the, the cryo chambers of the dry cold mm. can be a lot more beneficial.
1: Got it, and that's what we're focusing on today, uh, I guess. And and again, thinking of that person who is considering this for the first time, uh, you must have seen this countless times um, in in supervising cryotherapy sessions uh, with with members and clients. Um, and as a trainer, you appreciate the importance of motivating and educating your clients and their behaviours, but how on earth do you convince someone to step into minus 110 degrees centigrade? There, yeah. there, there's a leap of faith there, right?
0: No, of course there is. And there's a not only faith, there's trust too. And it's it's down to our training at Lanzerhoff being very prepared and very... Aware of people's uh, anxieties or trepidations and we can see it building mm-hmm. it's, it's, you know, it's, it's an exciting thing it's different and um, whether it be a, you know, first time you went in the sauna I'm pretty sure your, your breathing changes and everything becomes a little bit more mm. okay, self, self-preservation and what's happening right now um, so we like to I mean it's, it's, it's very minimal amount of time that goes in so we make them completely sure and safe that no matter what happens we're right there we're not leaving them. We, we we don't say okay. We'll go and get a cup of tea. We'll, we'll be back shortly. No, no. we're with them. We speak through the microphone with them at any time. Yeah. Um, and also the you know there's a bit of a stiff door, which has been a bit of a thing where the ice builds up just like in a fridge freezer, and you've got to give it a little bit of a push. But um, as I've said to a couple of people, no matter what happens, we're, we're diving in there and getting you right out of there if if you have kind of issues at all. But Good. No one has at all had anything in that way. But it's just getting them to breathe deeply and, and calmly and bit of distraction techniques can can sometimes be a bit more of a benefit and and the most serious question to ask them which is what song are you going to have inside the choir chamber
1: oh that's true that's a very nice uh comforting that's... way of uh, passing
0: the time it's three minutes that's nothing but if it is justin bieber or one of the worst songs you're not a fan of it's about an hour it mm-hmm. feels real long
1: <laughs> same time it takes to boil an egg Exactly.
0: <laughs> and to be fair, that's down to debate. When we first go in there, it's it's only a minute. We're okay. only going to get your body used to it. So it's thirty seconds in the first chamber, mm-hmm. which drops down um, to minus sixty, and then you then you go straight across into the minus one hundred and thirteen for one minute to start, and um, and then yeah, and it's it's we have not had hardly anyone, not anyone, run out or feel too claustrophobic in any Yes.
1: Way. Well, what are the preparatory steps you take before they step in, um, You know, in terms of supervising the session medically and safely?
0: Yeah, of course. Um, I mean, we, we vary very differently to a lot of other spas. And as I said before, the kind of the Harrods pod on the thing, that will be, are you well? Yes, I'm great. That's gold. Uh We're a little bit more medically led. So we go down a much more comprehensive screening process. Um, for the initial session anyway, the, it feels it's quite a few pages, but it just covers all bases anything that someone may not have remembered or, or forgotten rather in terms of things like Reynolds disease and different different areas of things of having a pacemaker fit in and stuff like that. We just want to get that checklist all completely done so we mm-hmm. know exactly what we're dealing with with someone going into it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, then we look... After we've looked at the medical history, we then go down to... Um, look at you know why they're doing it as well and the, the the process of how long they need to be in there and what have they recently just done have they have they just sprinted in are they late mm-hmm. um, they come into the session late and all of a sudden they're quite sweaty inside not quite realise that the more oil or if they've had a massage but the more oil or water droplets on the skin creams, lotions whatever it may be this could actually cause quite an irritation to the skin um yes. And again, it's, it's something that you, you, you know, you're so excited about going in the cryo chamber, you won't mention you've just had a massage, mm. full-body massage. And mm. and that's something we have to be careful of because we'll monitor the blood pressure and the heart rate um, post and pre and post, but before and after, just to see the difference. But also the cold temperatures uh, is what we really focus on too because we look at five sites, so arm, bicep, uh, abdominals, quad and calf, all varying thicknesses of body mass um, size of muscle and fat um, and then we retest them afterwards because we want to get that at least 10 degree drop if mm-hmm. it gets a response of 10 degrees the, then we know that that's the, the optimum exactly
1: okay. and, and, and actually uh, let, let's talk about the, the benefits and, and, and how it can boost our immune system and that the immune system we've been talking a lot about our own immunity and immune system in this, these pandemic times um, what is the link between cold therapy and, and the boost we get?
0: Well, of course, it's, um, the short-term answer is yes. There's, al- there's always a great immune response. Um, it's more about uh, regularly taking these um, treatments as well to get an everlasting immune response. Um, but it's the thermal conditioning, which is basically getting used to the cold. Um, so the more you get used to that cold, uh, the more the blood vessels in the skin are uh, able to modulate and the blood pressure is excessively lower levels and helps strengthen the immune system. Mm-hmm. Um, th- this can't be done with one session th- this has got to be done over time it's, it's, it's conditioning as I said the conditioning of the skin um, starts to have lower levels um, of stress within it so mm. the idea is for the production of white blood cells to to be greatly produced
1: yes okay so that's what's happening in the body um, when we're exposed to the cold and and there are other benefits I, I think with sleep behaviour as well it can improve sleep patterns is that right Samson?
0: yes Yes. certainly Um so with the sleep, but I mean, it's 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 more looking at um, well, that's that's to be fair, that's the biggest feedback we get from mm-hmm. all of our clients um, is that oh my god, my sleep has dramatically improved, and to a degree, this is all down to the serotonin effect. The right. level is being built up. Um, it should improve the quality of our sleep. Um, allows better cellular renewal. So our, our cell production only really happens effectively when we're asleep um, and when our brain's being cleaned. Um, anyway, this can take uh, take place in fighting against infections But basically, it's you know, you lie down you get a much better sleep mm. and then you're all powered up and ready to go for the next day
1: um, You mentioned the feeling of euphoria uh, when we step out of a, a successful cryotherapy session and 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 um, And I've experienced that myself, you know that I, I was and am that terrified person at the prospect of stepping in um, so there is definitely an endorphin release, and I, I didn't know if it was just because I've survived the experience in the first place. But tell us a little bit more about that, uh, that, that feeling of euphoria.
0: Yeah, of course. I mean, that's, that's something that everyone feels instantly on a, on a sh- short-term uh, basis when they leave the chamber. It's whether or not it's I've survived or whether or not <laughs> it's, oh, my God, this feels amazing. I feel set for the day. Mm. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's, it's a com- combination, really, of reducing the cortisol level of stress within the body, um, which is great for your management of general well-being. But um, there is definitely uh, a happy hormone release of endorphin. Endorphin. <laughs> I like to learn to say that word properly. I won't ask you uh, to spell it. And, uh, and anyway, this, um, this does literally mean the happy hormone. And people do get an elevated mood. They feel great. Um, yeah. And it's different with different people, how long it lasts, mm. um, or if they get it every single time. But mm. more often than not, I've never seen anyone leave the chamber
1: looking moody. <laughs> so so for mental health, which again is is a real topic that we, we're all increasingly aware and in talking about, um, combating stress and anxiety, even depression, it, it has its benefit?
0: Yeah, for sure. 100%. Um, I mean, some people, even someone said to me before, they like to plan their day in the in the chamber and if you're instantly getting, you know, that feeling of happiness once you're in there, you're gonna plan a real happy day. You're gonna mm. plan a productive day. Um, you're not gonna look at the bad parts of your day in depressiveness. You're gonna you're gonna try and tackle them in the most positive way possible. Mm. Um, which again, you know, mental health is massive and we how do you qualify or quantify how good your mental health is 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 hard. I mean we we, we don't know necessarily until it all builds to a head and then we just break down. Mm. But if you've got a constant coping mechanism to make sure you get in that little bit of happiness at the beginning of the day and everything that as i say that that lifts your mood up and, and sets you for the day i mean imagine you, you know you've got up early you've done your training session which is mm. hard enough in itself then you feel like you've done real hard and doing just two three minutes in the mm-hmm. cryo to take away that training effect of feeling so tired um it brings you up and so you're set
1: so it's it's almost too good to be true samson it only takes two or three minutes so um to get all these feelings of euphoria and uh, as well as all the physical benefits but um let, let's talk about the optimum amount of time spent in there you mentioned a, a body temperature drop is it is the optimum time determined by the temperature drop
0: uh yes to a degree yeah and right and what your body's response is to that temperature drop um i mean we, we've noticed and there's there's great research that says that anything that goes past 10 to 12 degrees of a drop is not going to be much more beneficial to the body. I mean, Mm. that's not saying that the full three minutes isn't beneficial because I think we've even noticed with some clients mentally just being able to sustain or even start with that minute and then over time being building up to get that two, three minutes in there. It's it's a real sense of achievement. Of course. And especially when they know themselves, I was rubbish on that one minute. Do you remember? I was just running (laughs) running around. I can do, do you know what to do? Yes. And then they get better and better at it. Um, I mean, I did the same with cold showers, to be honest. I, I, I tried... I'd always have a six to eight, it's really sad to say this, I had a six to eight minute shower every day, and I'd started off with 30 seconds of the cold at the beginning, um, and then put on the warm, and it felt lovely, and oh, thank God. And then start <laughs> to build it back up again. And I feel more and more, I'm now four and a half minutes to about three minutes warm at the end. An, an,
1: an ice cold shower. Yeah, out yeah. well,
0: again, as cold as you can get it when as you're cold in the showers, which yeah. might be like seven degrees, eight degrees. Mm, mm. Ice baths get you down to like three, four degrees. Cryotherapy gets you to minus 113. So if you start looking at that kind of, what is the efficacy or the, 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 you know, the comprehensiveness of of having a cold ice bath, you'd have to have it for about half an hour mm. to get the same benefits as you would for a three minutes cryo.
1: Which, of course, is hell on earth. So, so again, leads us exactly. back to cryotherapy.
0: Exactly. And, yeah, it is hell on earth. And it <laughs> sounds like you've done it yourself <laughs> yes. to know that field. Yeah. No but, again, it's, it's a shock there. factor. That's, that's what gets taken away.
1: So... Um, with anything as extreme as this, um, there, there are risks, presumably, of course, and, um, and, and side effects and contraindications. Um, let us explore that a little bit.
0: Yeah, of course. I mean, again,
1: relating from the euphoric feeling, there, there is an
0: almost happy high down to a crash, I suppose. Um, it's, it's not immense, it's not instant, um, but they may feel a bit more fatigued later on in the day. I'm not promoting going and have a nap or anything like that as one client said oh I'll have a lovely nap off let's not do that but um, okay. but yes so there are certain things that side effects come with to it if for the first time of doing it um, we, we noticed that think with Sebastian actually on, on one of his first times of doing the cryo chamber he didn't quite realise but all of a sudden on his elbows he started to get slightly darker patches and it's, it was Reynolds disease that he didn't quite realise mm. it's something that lots of people aren't aware they have mm. so that's why on that first time we will only have it one minute maximum and be very
1: analytical and looking at them how they're responding but, but if one minute shows a temperature drop of 10 to 12 degrees that is there's no necessarily a reason to go beyond them no exactly for Got sure it. Uh, is there anyone that shouldn't try cryotherapy
0: well i mean there, there's different rules for different uh, establishments i think in um, some spas they'll 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 open it quite up but we we're medically run so we like to keep it with certain contraindications mm-hmm. um anyone with pacemaker, anyone with heart issues or palpitations in ways that have not been seen by a nurse before and just double, double check through. Um, also, pregnancy-wise, um, we don't have children in the facility anyway, but we're, we're not open to minus 18, uh, not letting children in. Um, and then there's there's different indications, which would have all gone through your screening process, which would have come up. So we'd be able to highlight that and suggest it might not be suitable.
1: mm mm-hmm. Uh, talking of age, uh, you mentioned those under eighteen. Uh, what about the effects of cold therapy on the aging process?
0: Yeah, no, of course. Um,
1: I speak as
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I speak as someone who uh, is very keen to know I'll that it has anti-aging it. benefits.
0: <laughs> well, look, I mean, there's there's a lot of considerations out there by spas, by different places that have cryotherapies that are championing in it. As, as part of their main benefits, there's um, a therapeutic option, you know, there's aesthetic medicine, obviously, people know of. Um, it's, it's also mentioned on the possibilities for scarring. Um, the, the improved collagen within the levels that are built up does improve for tighter skin. Mm. So, to get that elasticity of your skin, mm. um, a little bit of a boost like it can't be it's not detrimental whether or not I, I would possibly say the data's there to show it's 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 really really you know 20 cryos how, how can you how can you how can you calculate exactly what that's going to do to your body or where you were before because mm. there's so many other stresses that go into it I mean I yeah I always say that they say hair and nail quality as well and we've even had a lot of people ask for cell, cellulitis is, is there a mm. d- reduction in cellulitis mm. um, and it's often raised and to a degree you know um, the data doesn't show that it definitely does but saying that the effects on your blood vessels modulating the elasticity of the skin um, it is an increase in collagen so there's you know there's nothing reduction against it um, Mm. but oxidative stress improvements of stress handling these are all things that are going to give you a better complexion but I have kind of said to a few other people before it's more about what you put in your body and where your body's going in terms of Pollution and
1: okay. decelerating So lifestyle choices will always Understood. have a far and we all know that greater bearing. Mm-hmm. Yes, we do. <laughs> 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 yes, we do. Um, fat loss uh, and presumably therefore weight loss uh, can also be incorporated into your routine for to, for those benefits too.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, again, it's it's a bit like the anti aging one. There's definitely properties in there that is going to give you that give you that benefit, um, but we don't seem to champion it again as as a major uh, primary benefit. So, you know, this cryotherapy has been shown to enhance lipid metabolism, um, which in theory can benefit fat loss. Um, Mm -hmm. The hormone nepinephrine comes out, um, which is released. That's your body's fight or flight survival mode. So that acts on the fat cells and it helps to mobilize lipids to use that as burned energy. Mm-hmm. so there is science behind that that does show that um, the effect on the metabolism can be brought on by the cold shock um, it helps maintain that homeostasis what we said before about just getting used to your body being cold yes um, and that's known as thermogenesis right um, by enduring the cold what you mentioned earlier with Wim Hof as well um, you know the cold extended period you're burning fat to stay warm
1: mm-hmm. um,
0: again whether or not the more period of times you have it the less of effect it would be because mm-hmm. your body gets used to that um that's that's another another discussion okay together,
1: so then so then the question that will come from that is typically you know so how many calories are burned in cryotherapy tell me tell me tell me how I many how many, how many, many I, less training sessions do i have it, to do is it a mars bar <laughs> you know how much is it? exactly i mean it's it's very individual on the on the person
0: itself I, I would say that promoting it as a primary benefit is gonna give people bad expectations and you see it with um spin classes as well when that first came out with spin classes oh my god spin class you can lose 800 calories mm. I mean that's that's the person next to you because they've been flying off their thing and you know you've really got to appreciate the individualism of this mm. and uh, don't use it as a main benefit and you know we can't have watches and things in there so you can't calorie count of oh my Apple watch has told me that oh mm. it has it <laughs> mm-hmm. let's, let's not go for that Let, let's look at the other benefits yes I mean because that's also confused as well we've had mm. someone mention it before with cryolipolysis,
1: which is the fat freezing, ah, the, the targeted cryo, exactly, right. And
0: that, um, I think we've had a few members had a few sessions on that and things. That, I, I, whether or not that's successful or not, I think it's it's the stubborn fat they call mm-hmm. of trying to get those problem areas away. It it can come down to skin and skin folds being folded and folded. And mm-hmm. I, I again, that's something very different that we don't offer. At
1: okay. Let's talk about performance and recovery, which we know um, that there's real proven uh, scientific benefit there and a lot of data to back that up. Um, let's talk about that, not not just with sportsmen and professional athletes, but, but for all of us. Um, uh, maybe expand on that.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, well, we consider this as possibly one of the most, the main primary benefit or reduction of inflammation. Hmm. So obviously this can, wouldn't, dramatically reduce it's known as DOMS but um, delayed offset muscle soreness is something which um, we, we all experience and to a degree you shouldn't chase pain but you do want to get a, a good response from something and to get an adaptation you need to go for a bit of soreness that's that's just how it is and again it may come DOMS come 12 to 72 hours after your session mm-hmm. so you may feel great the following day I'm going to do another big back session or, or squat session then all of a sudden mm-hmm. bang you're inadequate to walk Sitting down, standing up, going upstairs is horrible. So that side of things has been a... And again, some people say mentally as well, whether or not you think, oh, if I don't do my cryo, I'm not going to be able to walk. That's that's not mm-hmm. the case. It's, it's Cryo's going to benefit that, um, add to your training, um, which accelerates the fast recovery between sessions, which means you can train more, which is obviously the goal of what mm-hmm. we want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, the, but the timing of the therapy for pre- and post-training is, is still under debate. Um, there's lots of... I think it's individualism, really, which some people feel they prep and prime their body for a session by coming beforehand, and it it does. It acts great for the brain or focusing your attention, um, getting your mindset set in place. Mm. But um, we've seen a lot more benefit as well post-training, except if you're trying to hypertrophy. If you're trying to build muscle mass, there is a lot of – it's kind of the opposite. (laughs) So inflammation in the body to to build muscles, your muscles get pumped, they get bigger – Um, And then you go into the cryo, you lose that response. Um, So we don't push it for hypertrophy, but that's only an hour's wait afterwards. That is what research is suggesting. Mm -hmm. Um, But for many many other um, people just building strength or or just, you know, quality of well-being in their sessions, um, the soreness is
1: definitely gone. It's it's definitely reduced. Reduced. um, And and so as you talk about DOMS, you know, 24, 48 hours is sort of, maximum period of pain, um, it, you would see a noticeable benefit and, and less pain as a result of cryo post-workout. Yeah,
0: 100%. I think um, it's, it's been quite evident with lots of our clients that you know some train ridiculously hard and mm. I think that hard I would always, back in the day, would have said, have a rest day. You've, you've trained mm. so hard, you can't just split it to upper body, lower body, the, the strain on the mm. central nervous system in itself when you're, when you're working that hard. Um, but <laughs> We we have a lot of trained four to five times a week, and mm. saying that cryo has been has been very beneficial, we, even in the way of some people when off, we it went down for a week or we were shut for a week. Um, the, people no, was able to notice their sleep as well as their actual muscles after workouts. So they just didn't have the energy; mm. they, they wasn't wasn't you know brought back up to their original mm. self. That they still feel they were they're carrying some of the mm. you know, cell damage.
1: And and for those people that um maybe through wear and tear and managing pain or arthritis actually in, in, in later years. Um, are there benefits of cryotherapy on those conditions?
0: Yeah, again, it's, it's still early days of being fully quantifiable but um, I, I think you can talk best by personal experiences and I've been with labs off for, since it opened for two years and we had to use the cryo chamber for training early on so I was mm-hmm. trying to get in as much as I could. Um, I've got a medial meniscus issue with my knee um, which means that squatting-wise and things I, I, can, I can completely tell you how far my range of motion is before i feel pain and started to realize that going into the cryo i can go a lot further and you know when i come out of the cryotherapy chamber it was back to normal but in terms of the actual range of motion just putting my leg through that flexion of the knee actually was very beneficial because not only it went with no pain which i've not felt for a long time but it gives you confidence gives you absolute belief and confidence of okay this is this is something i want to get better and and you know arthritis is something that hits us all. There's no way of slowing it down fully. It's mm. it's something that's always going to be there. It's, it's whether it's impact or our age or mm. or how we walk or what our gait's like. Um, this is definitely going to alleviate some some sort of pressure around the actual joints. So the information brings down the tendons, ligaments, as well as muscles. Yeah, um, can give you a little bit
1: more space freed up to to move. Very good, fascinating. Oh, and and actually, then with all the benefits that we've discussed today, how often should we be? Uh, taking cryotherapy sessions.
0: Yeah, of course. Um, well, I think we're, it's a good way of saying it related to IVs and things like that to get your body really working on a bit of a good strong response to it and actually, as you feel the benefit straight away, a good three to four times a week just for the first initial week um, is definitely worth doing. And then after that, just relating it to maybe once or twice a week or like our members do in conjunction uh, with your training. Um And, you know, there, there's different benefits of if you had a big old leg session and everything, and then you wanted to go into the, the, the chamber, and you, you don't want to move around that much. We, we do some guided distraction, which, you know, can be spine health, just a little bit of flexion extension in different ways and slow movements. Um But that's, that's something that people quite like because it's a bit of a routine, and, it, and mm-hmm. it gets them a little bit also knowing how long until it's going to be over as well because you go through a whole program of these stretches they, they get used to the the final ones almost mm. um, but I, I would recommend it's uh it's very individualized um you know the frequency for enhancing your performance we're not athletes we're not, we're not all like <laughs> professional you know mm-hmm. we don't need a cryo chamber twice a day every day no um you're going to get some benefits from it but it, it can be it can be a bit of
1: overkill sometimes mm. um, okay well uh for any um information on cryotherapy uh, that you require, or any of our services for that matter, um, do email lanzahoff at theartsclub.co.uk um, and maybe as a parting shot uh, Samson, for anyone wishing to try cryotherapy for the first time, other than getting in touch with us, um, what advice would you, would you, would you give generally?
0: Um, I would say uh, make sure that it's medically led if you're mm-hmm. going somewhere which isn't here um, nurses on site I mean there's there is things that can go wrong at sometimes and you want to know benefit wise of there's someone right next to you who knows what's going on um, and be brave give it a go because you know the minute you say 113 minus 113 degrees no one knows what that feels like mm. no one on the earth does It's so you know Greatest depths of Antarctic (laughs) and things might be minus minus forty, (laughs) fifty. Yes, You can't quantify it. So give it a go and
1: just just see what you you think of it. Something to talk about at dinner parties for months to come. 100%, exactly. Mm. Exhilarating. Uh, It is exhilarating. And um, this has been uh, a real education, Samson. Uh, Thank you very much. And and I'm sure our listeners are going away with a lot of food for thought. And uh, if you haven't tried it, please do go ahead and contact us if you'd like to arrange a session or wherever you are. Uh, Make sure it's medically led and supervised and enjoy the experience. Samson, thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you, Mary. Take care. Thank you.